Ethan, Nat and Sean podcast. Now we're going to Freo land. We're going to catch up with AFLW coach for the Dockers. That is Trent Cooper. Good morning, Trent. Coops. Uh, good morning, Sean. Good morning, everyone there. Let's Hello. not forget coach of the it's year. It's the coach, coach of the year, of Coops. The year. Fair income. Jeez. It's, uh, yeah, it's a very big honour to win. It's, it's been a very different year for all coaches, I think, this year. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, got yeah, ripped off of that winner, premiership, but, uh, so, you know. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you get like a sash or is it a trophy or is it a voucher? What it's do we get? Medal, maybe? It's a, it's a, yeah, a medallion, nice little medallion. medallion. So, medallion. Uh, Do you wear that everywhere? Uh, just under the shirt. I don't actually take it out in public <laughs> until, until I need to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, He's getting it turned into a nipple ring. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know that about Coops. No. He's got his left nipple pierced. <laughs> I would have walked straight into Belly's office with that medal around my neck and said, hey, how about an extension and some more and money? A, yeah. Well, today's actually the first day I can actually see Belly face-to-face for six months since the COVID rules hit. We've had to do everything via Zoom because they've been in quarantine, different areas and hubs and everything. So, uh, yeah, I might take care up on that. Mate, so, yeah. Unless you're the size of a munchkin, no one sees Belly face-to-face. He'd <laughs> <laughs> appreciate say that. It, I was going to say, say it to his face. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't say it to his down. face. Now, Coos, we want to talk about the draft, which took centre stage uh, last night for the AFLW, and you were able to pick up a Peel Thunder local, which is good news. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Sarah Verius. So her, uh, she had brothers both played at South. One of them played in the grand final on the weekend. Um, but uh, she, yeah, she plays at Peel. So yeah, she's been highly touted as a player. Uh, probably number one pick for a while. But she had a baddie this year with knee, knee foot concussion, and she got a spider bite. So uh, that she lost about eight kilos, and that's become quite ill. But we're hoping that we'll get uh, Spider Man back next year. So well, how good would that be? That was your top pick. That was your top pick. Yeah, that's our top pick, yes, definitely, yes. So, <laughs> What's wrong uh, yeah. with the others? <laughs> <laughs> no, this, Sarah's got so much talent. It was yeah. actually, yeah, I think it, it could be a blessing for us that she had a lot of things go wrong with her this year because the previous form was outstanding and we yeah. think she'll get back to that and be a really good player for us. How hard was it um, recruiting, you know, and, and um, scouting potential draftees given COVID? Like you weren't able to, I know previously you've travelled to Ireland and that sort of thing and you would travel interstate and watch these girls play and you haven't been able to do that. I guess you're, you're relying on just video footage? Yeah, we've been lucky in WA because the girls did get a season up so they didn't get their State 18's National Carnival. So a bit, no, that that's always a really big indicator. But they still got their, their local um, competition up, so yeah. that puts them in, in actually us in advantage of the Victorians, so uh, which is really pleasing. So uh, for a change, the things went our way like that. So yeah, our girls haven't had as much interruption as probably with those on the eastern states. So uh, yeah, we can't complain too much. Trent, um, with the standard of the um, women's game at the moment, are you seeing it just um, take leaps and bounds when you're going to watch, you know, I don't know, the fifteen, sixteen year old girls coming forward? Absolutely. So Sarah's a prime example. So she's probably the first one that uh, we've recruited who's played from Auskick all the way yeah, through. Right. Uh, yeah, right. And when you watch her uh, run and bounce and kick a footy, you can just see the difference. There's, you know, the mechanics of it is just really natural. And it's it's a little bit of coaching, but a lot of it is just doing it all the time and you know, playing yeah. it in the, in the, at recess at lunchtime at school and different things like that. And at half time in the footy, you look out there and there's all these girls having a kick and everything, so it's, it's great. So Sarah's probably the first wave who's come through all the way and didn't have to stop playing. Um, so uh, we think there'll be a lot more coming through the next few years. Yep. It's like really that. Swell, isn't it? 
Yeah. We um, were talking the other day about how much we love the father-daughter rule, and then mm. soon it'll be the mother-son mother, rule mother, or mother-daughter rule. rule. Yeah. Um, anyone in your team that's uh, parents uh, from football? Uh, yeah, well, Gabby O'Sullivan. So her dad played the East Mammals Premierships. Yeah. Um, so we've got, a, we've got a couple like that, and um, we're looking you know, at... Don't want to put any pressure on the young girl, but Daniel Haynes, who played for Frio, yes. um, he's got a 14-year-old daughter, Georgia, who's a very good player. So hopefully she continues to develop and we can take uh, her with the father-daughter possibly in uh, three or four years' time. Is there yeah, is is any, any talking um, around the grounds about Sonny McManus at all for a future Dockers team? <laughs> can oh, do a I, handstand. I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, mate. Mate. One of the things that we look at in recruiting mm. is um, is the parents if they're going to be a pain in the butt. So yeah, right, you're right. So it's about Sunny's temperament, going to isn't it? Exception- Gonna have to be exceptional to get through. She's gonna have to yeah. defy oh, defy yeah. her genes. No, it's fine because <laughs> we completely get that she's been not been denied by the world of radio yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> the, same, the, the same basis. <laughs> well, Coops, is there a few more picks coming up today? Is there like a rookie draft or something? No, no. So a few clubs passed on their oh, they passed. Today, so right. yeah, so so West Coast passed on a couple, so they might go Eastern States for their last two picks. So there's four picks uh, all together to come up. And then our uh, list will be complete. And then we can't wait to get started into our full training on uh, November 5th. When and when, go, when's the season starting at off. this point? Uh, first week in Feb. Um, so the AFL are really pushing hard to make sure that we get a season um, after what happened last yeah. time. They're doing a lot of different contingencies. Uh, hopefully by that stage, uh, COVID's really under control and the borders are open and we can have a normal season. But if not, uh, we'll just have to be, You'll be hubbing. flexible and agile and, uh, and get, get the season out however we can. Well, Trent, really appreciate your time, mate. Good for luck for this season. Coach of the year, obviously, yeah. but it would have been great to see the season end with you guys winning it last year. Hopefully that's the case this year. Good luck, mate. No worries. Thanks for having me. Get more Nathan, Nat and Sean weekdays from 6 on Nova 937.